Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki. Welcome once again to Growing in Grace. I'm Mike. Joel is with me as always, and we're glad to be a part of your day. Just an informal conversation as we always have, talking about God's goodness and grace and and uh, the unconditional love that he has for us and was uh, demonstrated through the, the suffering, death, and resurrection of his son, Jesus Christ. Hey, uh, I hope things are going well with you, Mike. I know that uh, in life we have our ups and, di- ups and downs, and I know that uh, some of our listeners are going through, through some things right now, and I just want to... Uh, just to want to extend our encouragement and comfort to anyone who might be going through a, a deep, dark time in their life right now, because you know this life isn't always going to be uh, wonderful as far as our circumstances. You know we're going to go through things, we're going to go through problems, trials, uh, tribulations, and, and, and things like that. You know, just telling people, you know what, God loves you through it all. Sometimes that's a good word of encouragement, and sometimes it's not enough. We need to be there for our friends. And sometimes just listen. Uh, sometimes we need to give give them some financial help. Sometimes we need to just be there and put our arms around them in in whatever way. And we just want to you know say to our listeners who are going through some hard times that you know there is a community of individuals who are called the body of Christ, and we need to be there for each other. Uh, maybe you can reach your arms out to somebody and help, or maybe go find somebody that you know that can maybe just help you. Sometimes we need to seek out help because people don't read minds. And I'm, I'm just trying to give you encouragement and comfort that Christ is there in you and with you. And so often it's through the body of Christ that his comfort uh, reaches out to those who are in need. Could be a lot of needs out there. Maybe you're going through some things with your kids and you just don't know what direction to go. Perhaps the breakup of a marriage. Or maybe somebody could be even facing um, some bad news from the doctor where you're, you're facing the loss of your own life here on this earth. A lot of different things. Imagine trying to go through those things, Joel, without hope, without Jesus Christ. Um, now, if you're going through some some really tough things like that, or it may be every bit as bad as that, or maybe not quite so bad, sometimes you feel like God is a million miles away. Where is he at? I, I feel like I'm abandoned in this situation. I feel like I have no direction. Uh, you know, it, it, sometimes it does seem like that, but, but God is there with you, and uh, he will get you through it. And even when it comes to the one of the greatest uh, challenges that a person can face, uh, even the, the loss of your own life, really that's not the end. It, it's the beginning. And I know it's, it's easy for us to sit here and say that right now, but I'm just telling you that uh, no matter what difficult circumstance you may be going through right now, God has a plan for you, not not just in the here and now, but for eternity. And uh, I'm, I'm convinced, Joel, that, that when we leave our bodies, I, I'll bet most of us who are in Christ, once that moment takes place uh, where, where your, your body ceases to function and you leave it, I, I've got the feeling that's a sense of relief that takes place. Obviously, it's it's not something any of us uh, here and here right now have experienced, but um, I've just got the feeling that that's a sense of relief to be released from the the bondage of earth, <laughs> if I can the bonds of earth. In some cases, it's the bondage, and uh, no matter what it is you're going through, there there's something that God has for you that's better, or maybe some people in your life that you're praying for, uh, trust in Him. 
Indeed. He hears your cries, and he knows uh, the groanings of your heart. And uh, as the song by Jars of Clay says, he will lift up your head. And uh, he, he's right there with you and in you. There's nothing that can separate you from the love that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Yeah, and that's just the truth. So, uh, oh my God, uh, last week we talked uh, a little bit about some various things, spiritual disciplines and uh, various activities in the Christian life that, if turned into rules and laws, can sometimes lead us in, in the exact opposite direction of what we would hope they would. One of the big examples we talked about was prayer. We can turn our prayer life into more of a chore rather than a, a delight, rather than delighting in, in our Father who loves us. And, and rather than having communion with God, it becomes us talking, trying to fulfill a spiritual discipline. So as we learn and as we grow in grace, hopefully we'll begin shedding some of these rules and regulations, and, and some of these things will become more of a of a joy to us rather than something that we find as a daily duty that we have to fulfill. As a young man, Joel, um, on fire for God, you know, and all of that, I, I really enjoyed uh, sharing the gospel with people. I looked for opportunities to try to lead people to Christ, perhaps even pray with them uh, to invite Jesus Christ to be their Lord and Savior. I I, I relished that ever since I was young. Uh, when I when I first became a Christian. At the age of uh, around 10 years old, when, when I asked Jesus into my life and, and uh, called on him and trusted in him, even at that young age, I felt so unique after that experience. I, I can't really explain. I just felt, I felt clean. I felt a, a sense of relief. I felt revived. Uh, even at a young age like that, there was as if something had been lifted off of me. And I, look, I remember looking at the pitch, picture on the wall of Jesus that I had in my little bedroom uh, because it was somebody who had prayed with me at that time to ask Jesus in, into my life. And I remember looking up there and, and saying to myself, he's not just a picture on the wall. I, I, I sense him in me. Uh, it, was, it was the strangest sensation, if I can say that. And, and the other thought that crossed my mind at that young age, Joel, was my friends don't know about this. Most of them went to church. Most of them had some sort of religion but I knew them well enough, and I had quite a few friends. We had a pretty close-knit block uh, when I was growing up, and, and uh, good families. And, and uh, so we were all pretty close, and, and I knew that they went to the, the church over here and the church down there and that one down the way. But I also knew that they hadn't experienced uh, this, this, uh, this born-again feeling that I was experiencing. So I, I really wanted to share the gospel with people at a very young age. And as I was growing up and uh, becoming an adult, I did the same thing. But eventually, and there's nothing wrong with this in and of itself, but I almost learned a formula, uh, the Romans Road and so forth, mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. It kept me organized, it kept me focused, and, and, and it was effective. But sometimes you almost feel like you're trying to sell somebody something, and, and it, I'm not saying it wasn't effective in leading people to Christ, but sometimes you just you, you use formulas and you follow rules, and sometimes it just seems to take the life out of it. I remember one time we used we used to go out on the street uh, on weekends and uh, target young people, especially anywhere where people were hanging out. 
out cruising the strip and that sort of thing. And we we just walk up to a group of people and, and ask if we could talk with them for a few minutes. And, and sometimes we would pray with people to accept Christ right then and there. Not always, but sometimes. And it was it's such a blessing to be able to do that. It's such a great experience for those who have never done it. It's It's wonderful. But I remember somebody at my church one time telling me, they were never out there with us, uh, but I remember him telling me one time that it would be better for me not to share Christ with them if if I wasn't going to uh, disciple them. That would be like having a baby and setting it uh, out somewhere to starve to death on somebody's porch or whatever. I don't know what he was getting at, but um, you know, he he just thought it would be better for them not to know the good news if I wasn't going to get them to church and basically indoctrinate them with more rules that I've already been indoctrinated with. I just think that that was uh, sort of a, a ridiculous thing. But, you know, things like that can be kind of discouraging when you're out there trying to do the right thing and, and it's beginning to feel like a formula to you. And then somebody else comes along and says, well, I'm not sure you should be doing that. I'm not sure you should be out sharing Christ with people. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can really, like, like you said uh, on the last program, Joel, there, there are so many different rules that we can start to, to formulate uh, within, within the, our own uh, doctrines that it, it almost it just makes the gospel to no effect sometimes yeah and it's you know because you know so many of these things as as we don't want to lose this can be really great things like you said you know you looked at your friends and and you said they don't know this jesus that i know uh basically i'm paraphrasing what you said and and i want them to know him and that's a good thing and so and so sharing christ who's in your heart you know it's a good thing but when it becomes a rule when it becomes something that a formula, something that you have to do, uh, then sometimes it misses the whole point of of the whole gospel. And and there are so many uh, different things, even even praising God. You know, we have praise and worship services. I know that in my life, several times, I think I might have used to do this myself, but. It's it's I've seen it more from other other people because you know the praise and worship parts of services I love those but it it's not the it's not the big thing for me when it comes to meeting together with other with other saints but I'll, I've heard comments from people saying man the praise and worship just wasn't all that good today the the message uh, or whatever just when it comes to getting together just the way that we do things when we meet together becomes something that we complain about or, or becomes it has to be done a certain way or we don't enjoy it or, or or for whatever reason and we miss the whole point of having communication and 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 community with other people and and with our Lord and some of those things you know if you if a praise and worship service turns people off that means i think that they've missed the whole point because they've been focused on on the way that it's being done rather than focusing on god and and the whole point is missed you know it it becomes a thing that has to be done a certain way or we're just not going to uh, get anything out of it and it all becomes about us rather than being about praising and worshiping god and it's the same way with with so many of these uh, spiritual disciplines that we try to keep up and, and maintain in our life with Christ, because there's something about a, a must. It, it must be done this way, or it should be done this way. I must do this, or I should do this, that takes away from the heart 
of a loving relationship with God. And I think that's, for me, in a lot of this, that's the bottom line, that if it's, if it's not coming from the heart and it's becoming from more of a standpoint of a rule or something we have to follow, then I think we're missing the point. And I think the way that to make it a, a thing in our heart that is out of love out of a pure enjoyment of, of God and of each other is when we chuck aside making it into a rule and regulation and we just understand that our God loves us, that we get, we're getting our hearts established in his grace and in his unconditional love, and these things will become more natural disciplines rather than something that we're doing because we have to. Well, I agree with you, Joel. And, you know, even I think sometimes we Christians or the church as a whole, maybe we haven't effectively communicated the, the freedom that can be had in Jesus Christ. I, I know in those years of sharing with others and, and witnessing, trying to lead people to Christ, over and over again I would hear the line, I don't know if I'm ready yet. Mm-hmm. And I can remember one time talking with a Christian about this, and, and they were a little more on the legalistic side, and, and I, I don't disagree with this. You can't force somebody to accept Christ. I understand that. It's an act of the free will. But one thing I've never really understood is why somebody would say, I'm not ready yet. A lot of it has to do with the fact that we are uh, somehow communicating to them that once they accept Christ, we're expecting something else out of them that they should be doing or not doing, or at least that's the perception that they have. And so uh, there are so many different things. Joel, if I were to tell you right now there's free bread down at the grocery store, unlimited, go down and get all you want, I'd be nuts not to tell you about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, so many times we, we hold things in because we're afraid of what people will think because we haven't communicated properly what the gospel really is. That's right. I think we start people a lot of times off with law <laughs> rather, hey, how do people, than, rather than Joel, with Christ. Joel, I know we're almost out of time. If somebody would like to contact us and let us know that they're listening, what should they do? GraceRoots.org is uh, the website where you can find out information to contact us. We do appreciate you listening, as always. And we'll be back again with you next time for more talk about growing in grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kepler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. 